Hi, welcome to HP and TD Cinex podcast. I am pleased to introduce you to our guests on today's episode, Charlotte Gauntlet, BDM of Trading, and Kevin Ragg, Director of Sustainability at TD Cinex. Today they'll be discussing how we can support companies on the road to sustainability. Hi Kev, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, really well, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. No problem at all. Um, right, let's kick off then. So Kev, you've been uh, leading the sustainability project in the UK and Ireland for the last 18 months or so. Yeah. Uh, how's, how's it going? What, what, have we, what have we done so far? What have we achieved? So we've done a lot really, I think. Um, first of all, we used uh, a set of external consultants, a company called Arete, who I think you all know because yep. you, know, you, you guys in the services team are, are using Arete, but we used Arete Zero Carbon to help us try and work out what the carbon footprint is for TD Cinex in the UK and Ireland. So we uh, did a full scope one, two, three assessment using the greenhouse gas protocol. Um, and we've, we've done that based off data from 2019. Now, I appreciate it's 2023. Why did we do 2019? The reason for that is anything later than that really would have been polluted with COVID. And so it wouldn't have really given us a true baseline. Uh, because in 2019, we pretty much all of us were either traveling with work, commuting to the office five days a week. So it's a real good, solid baseline of data that we can then uh, report again in the future. And we will do 2023 uh, once the year's concluded and then we can compare back to track progress but yes arete helped us calculate what our footprint is um, our scope one and two so that typically deals with energy so gas electric water though and the emissions associated with that so in 2019 our scope one and two was six percent and scope three which is basically everything else that we do as a company so it's our end-to-end supply chain that makes up 94 percent so our footprint 94 percent of our, our carbon footprint is in what's called scope three and the single biggest part of those scope three is 47 percent of our emissions come from what's called transport and distribution so when uh, you or me or somebody sells something and we ship those goods from magna park to the customer they go with uh, one of our carriers and we use a number of carriers uh, we have to account for the emissions of the truck and the van and the lorry that's delivering those goods and half of our carbon footprint is associated with the carriers so we don't have direct control over the carrier but we do write a check to them every month to pay for their services so we have an element of control mm-hmm. and we're working with them but yeah half of our carbon footprint is actually associated with the carrier and that's quite a big area of concern at the moment for us it is yeah many customers are starting to now say to us you know will you have green delivery options going forward and you know we'll soon launch a new carrier um, to help us with that that's got you know a bigger uh, ev fleet and more biodiesel trucks so you know customers will have the choice of do they want to use one of our existing carriers or would they like to use a more greener option uh, where the goods will be delivered in a more cleaner, greener, environmentally friendly way. Um, so more of that will come later this year. Brilliant. And I think it's nice to highlight as well, you mentioned um, about Arete and how, how they've supported us. And actually now what we're offering is consultancy with them for um, you know vendors and any businesses, because I can imagine it can be quite overwhelming to know where to start. So um, yeah, what, what, what are we doing to support in that area with 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 customers i mean we sell a couple of products we sell a product from ibm called invisi and microsoft have also got a product called sustainability they're two software packages that you can buy 
uh, as a service uh, and customers if they want to work out their carbon footprint they can use those pieces of software to help them do that but quite often people don't know the data they don't know where to find the data even if they had the data they don't know what they should include or exclude which is why we reached out to Arete to help us because actually um, you know they've got expertise behind the number so they can also say here's your problem Kevin and this is what we would recommend you do about it so software has got a place and you know and you know we'll happily sell those software services to people but mm-hmm. more and more you know when I'm out and about with resellers and vendors they're saying you know I actually want somebody to do it for me and, and, and I need some expertise and I don't have it in-house because not every company is the size of TD Cinex. Not everybody has got the, you know, the financials to be able to afford to be able to hire somebody to do it themselves. And so, you know, you guys now have launched these carbon consultancy services, um, working in partnership with Arete, and you know, hopefully resellers will see, you know, huge value in actually taking one of those services from you and actually having Arete in the background work out what that carbon footprint is for them. I guess in reality, there's no reason why the reseller couldn't resell those services and sell them to their end user as well, right? I mean, you know, if they've got an end user that also wants to go through that process, they could buy that package from you uh, and, and they could sell it on to their end user. And if they want to add a markup onto it, they can do. But then Arete will come in and, and do that assessment of their end user as well if they want to. There's, you know, there's pieces of government legislation coming now. There's a real catchy one called PPN 0621. <laughs> Clearly, they didn't employ anybody in marketing to work out a better name, but it stands for Public Procurement Notice 0621. And basically what it means is, as a public sector body in the UK, um, be it NHS, MOD, MOJ, whoever it is, if they're spending more than £5 million of the government's money on something, it doesn't have to be IT, but you know we work in IT, so let's assume IT. Mm-hmm. In order for you to submit a response to that tender you have to have a decarbonisation strategy and if you haven't you can't take part now not all of our resellers will be dealing with public sector tenders of five million pound and so it, it, it impacts some resellers doesn't impact all but in order to have a decarbonisation strategy somebody in that reseller has got to be able to write one and that's one of the services that Arete can provide is if you are taking part in framework or public sector tenders, they can help you write that decarbonisation document so that you can take part in a £5 million tender. I guess my concern is, it's £5 million today. If the government makes it £4 million or £3 million or £2 million, the lower the, the benchmark, the more people are going to need it. So I think the government is starting to play and manipulate some of this stuff to drive more people to onboard sustainability as part of their... Uh, business moving forward really and you know the government writes a lot of big checks for stuff all day every day Uh, and I think this five million is the start but I I fully expect that five million pound to slowly reduce which will mean more and more people will be getting these tenders and more and more people will need a decarbonisation strategy and if they can't write it then the services that you guys uh, are offering will help them do that. Yeah absolutely I think you know we we hear more and more about it and it is going to become um, a necessity. So, if we can, we can offer offer that um, that support now um, with the likes of the consultancy. You know, the training that we're offering as well that we're going to be rolling out um, to learn more about it. Um, then anything you know we can do to support now before it gets 
you know, further down the line that, that that's what we're going to do. I think that training that you're talking about, so the training that, you know, your services team have put together, working with our consultants, you know, one, two-day training courses that people can pay to go on and get an accreditation at the end of it, I think that will be, certainly that will be first to market in the UK, so nobody else is doing anything like that. I think there's a huge opportunity for resellers who want to embrace sustainability but don't quite know enough about it or want to elevate the knowledge within their reseller base by picking up some of those training packages i think that will be um you know that'll be pretty uh, awesome really i mean uh, nobody else is offering that right now you know i can fully see maybe even vendors starting to support it saying you know we've got 2030 premier customers within our vendor portfolio and maybe we get the vendor to pay for it and maybe the vendor ends up supporting some of that cost with the reseller as well so i think it's exciting times for your services be you really you know you've got the carbon consultancy services you've got that training and, you know, you've also got a load of buyback and trade-in that you know way more about it than I do. So maybe, you know, you tell me about your buyback trade-in schemes that you've got. Yeah, absolutely. So we do offer um, our trade-in service in-house at the moment. So we work with um, a really trusted um, IT disposable partner um, and they offer buyback trade-in to everyone, essentially. So vendors like HP, resellers and customers. The idea is that we're we're enforcing or um, talking about that refresh life cycle. So constantly what we want to see is that, and talking about affordability as well, it it adds that in part of the the, the circular economy. But what we want to see is that kits coming back to us and it's either being refreshed and put back out into market or essentially if it's end of life, we're we're recycling those kits and it's being done correctly within legislations. you know, more and more we're seeing it, we're seeing the conversations happening, we're seeing that in order for businesses and vendors to, to win opportunities, they need to offer that solution. Um, so it's so yeah, it's really, really key and a really nice messaging as well. With the uh, statistics that we see with, you know, the amount of um, electronics uh, that go, you know, go to landfill, it's really nice that we can guarantee with our partners that 0% goes to landfill so it's a really nice messaging it's really key for for you know vendors and resellers to to be talking about it now i think Um, you know when i talk to customers now more and more tenders that they're getting not necessarily just from public sector but also private enterprise as well there's you know they might be saying you know give us a price for 500 or a thousand laptops now a key part of that tender is we've already got 500 or a thousand laptops we're asking you to replace them but actually, I want you to do something with the old stuff. And I think more and more tenders now and in the future won't be one on price. It'll be about the services that you wrap around it. And one of the big bits will be about, OK, well, I'll buy a thousand laptops from you, Mr. Reseller. But I have a thousand old ones that I want you to take back. I want you to data wipe them. I want you to give me a certificate that says you've done it properly. And then I want you to do something proper with those laptops, you know, repurpose them resell them do something with them but don't break them into little pieces and don't stick it into landfill and that trend is growing absolutely on a daily basis now you know when you look at the some of the scoring systems in tenders you know 30 percent of the waiting is now about taking back the old equipment that they're replacing and doing something um right and proper with it you know there's a story recently uh, about a company called balfour beatty they're a huge construction company. They're in the FTSE 250. So they're in the top 250 companies in this country. And Balfour Beatty wanted to replace their laptop IT infrastructure. 
they didn't buy brand new. They bought 5,700 refurbished, re-warranted laptops. These were HP, they were G3, G4, so they're not old stuff. So rather than buying brand new, because they are embracing sustainability, they said to their IT um, director, you can't buy brand new. You have to buy refurbished. Um, you know, there's legislation now in France, for example. Public sector in France can't buy 100% brand new of any IT product moving forward. I think currently their target is that they can only buy 70% brand new, 30% has to be refurbished. The European government are really looking hard at what France is trying to achieve. And I fully expect that the European Union will probably pick it up and embrace it. And who knows, maybe they'll make it EU legislation as well. And that means that all countries in EU, obviously we chose to leave the European Union, but you know, just because something happens in the European Union doesn't mean that we don't embrace it in the UK. But I think this trend is only going to start to grow. I think organisations and public sector bodies will be under legal pressure moving forward that you can't always buy something brand new anymore. And you know what? Most people buy a second-hand car. It's perfectly Absolutely. fine. Uh, you know, most people will buy you know, an iPhone from Music Magpie or somebody. I think, you know, we're, as, as consumers of kit, we're quite used to buying something that's nearly new. Uh, and, and in the past, people haven't done it with IT, but I fully expect that, that, that trend to change dramatically now. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I also agree. I do think we are going to see an increase in that trend and the world is going to lean towards a refurb or at least have part of the opportunity um, as a refurb solution um, and it's quite nice actually that you know that's something we're really working towards at the moment as a services division so we want to be able to offer the full wraparound so we want to be able to say yes you can trade in your kit you can get it afford you know affordable but also um, here's an option for, for refurb kit as well and it's something we're really working with we're working with vendors to, to offer that solution because we do believe that that is how it's going to take off and what we're going to see more and more of at yeah. the moment. I think it's the future of distribution, right? I think, you know, today, you know, you'll, you'll be able to buy the brand new equipment from us. We'll sell it to you. If you want it, we can deliver it in a greener, more uh, environmentally friendly way in the future. You know, we can sell you a finance wrap around it so it can go as tech as a service. Yeah. But then when that product gets to the end of its life, we'll be able to provide resellers with a service to take the product back. We can then refurbish that kit, potentially then sell it on a second-hand life, give it another warranty, give it another lease of life. And potentially, there's no reason why that product couldn't go through TD Cinex two or three times because it could be the original brand-new sale. We then bring it back and refurbish it and resell it again. And potentially, on its second or third life, it still comes back to us. So I think distribution landscape is going to dramatically change over the next few years. I think the services be you that you know you work in um, is well placed to offer these value-added services that 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 some are embracing already, but others are going to desperately need in the future because it, I don't think it's going to be about just selling brand new equipment anymore. I certainly don't think you're going to win it just on price. It's going to be about the service wrap, and actually TD Cenex is probably well placed and market leading in that right now. Yeah, absolutely, completely agree. Um, so just moving on slightly, um, so I have seen you uh, post on LinkedIn about uh, events and sem seminars at the moment that you've been attending with resellers and vendors. Um, how's that going? What, what's the feedback from them? I think they, I mean, we're probably still the only big disty in the UK and Ireland that's done a, a full carbon assessment. Um, you know, other people are starting to do that, but they are behind us in terms of the curve of where they are. So part of my job now is to be transparent and open. 
um, tell the resellers and tell our vendors what it is we're doing because um, if they can understand that TD Cinex is on a similar journey to them or if their end customer is saying to the reseller, you know, what does your supply chain look like? If we don't tell them, they're not going to know the answers to that. And so, you know, part of my role now is to get out, see as many customers as possible, explain to them what we're doing, explain to them what our goals are. So as a corporation, we've said that we're going to be net zero by 2045. That's a global commitment. So that means by the end of 2044, as we go into the 2045 year, all TD Cinex globally should be net zero. But I think in Europe we'll achieve that quicker because, um, you know, certainly Europe is leading the the charge in terms of TD Cinex and trying to embrace sustainability. But yeah, we are uh, we're committed to SBTI, for example. So that's a big deal. That's SBTI is the science-based target initiative. You know, we've submitted our targets to the SBTI. That's along with some of the big resellers in the in the in the in this country, in the UK and Ireland. Some big resellers have also done the same. So Softcat have committed to SBTI. Computer Centre have submitted their targets to SBTI. Jigsaw Twenty Four, they've done the same. Um, most of our Tier One vendors are also now doing the same, which is great. But actually, we need more and more people to embrace that. So again, by me being out, be me being transparent almost evangelizing the topic i'm trying to energize and excite more and more vendors and customers to embrace sustainability because it's going to happen at some point uh, we need to work collectively you know i talked earlier about 94 percent of our emissions come from scope three I, I have no direct control over those scope three emissions i have to work in partnership with other people and by being transparent and working with resellers and vendors if we work collectively and collaboratively that's how you start to reduce your carbon footprint in the scope three area so we have to work with the reseller on trying to improve different ways of working we have to work with the vendor and we have to identify what sustainable products the vendors offering and promote those more because that's that's ultimately what the reseller is going to be under pressure to do they need to plug out and pull out the sustainable products we can then give the service wrap around it from some of the stuff that you've got in the services BU mm. so yeah most of my time now now that we've worked out what our carbon footprint is most of our, my time now is out working with customers working with vendors uh, to try and get them to embrace the message that we're doing and work together so if there's vendors that want to do certain schemes in a pilot we're up for that we want to be part of it if resellers are asking you know can we do this can we do that to help them uh, onboard knowledge or training or whatever you know we're trying to support the reseller partner base as much as we possibly can yeah absolutely um and i think you know it is all about the the, the support to resellers and, and businesses at the moment it's like i said it can be overwhelming but we want to turn that into excitement and that's where we can we can support with with the services that we offer yeah i mean some of our customers employ five people or less you know so they're not going to employ a sustainability expert but they could use one of our training packages to elevate the the knowledge within their organization um you know so that even if you're a small reseller partner of ours it doesn't mean that you can't do anything there's there's definitely things you can do we can help you with that you know, moving to green energy. It could be one simple thing, which is, you know, just get hold of your energy company and say, you know, can we switch the energy coming into the resellers' offices and move that to green? That's a simple thing you could possibly do. But yeah, we are we are open to help. We are open to collaborate. Um, I think the services that you guys are offering will be critical to, to that. T- 
tail of reseller partners who might not have necessarily have the expertise or the resources, but they can contract it out to us and we can help them with that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think that's it from me. Yeah? I think, yeah, I think that's it. Good long work, 15, 20 minutes, time flies. <laughs> it does. It's a pleasure to talk to you, though. Always a pleasure. Thank, <laughs> you. thank you for inviting me today. No, thank you. I'm just glad it was audio, not, you know, not video. video, not video, because I did clean my teeth. <laughs> I did brush my hair. I promised you that, but but I am in short, so maybe it's a good thing it was an audio <laughs> podcast, not a video podcast. Oh, dear. No, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you have enjoyed listening to how TD Cinex is striving for sustainability and enabling our partners to achieve their goals. Please feel free to have a chat with your account manager to find out more. Thanks again for listening and do join us next time when we'll be touching on the topic of talent retention and how Texas Service is a fantastic solution for you.